This is A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, a podcast ministry of Somebody Cares America, being a tangible expression of Christ in a hurting world. Welcome to another Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. In today's podcast, I want to take time to reflect on what the Lord has done this past year. It's taking a pause from all the craziness of 2020, and it's hard to fathom, even comprehend, that we're coming towards the end of 2020 and coming into 2021 in just a few weeks. In fact, the airing of this particular podcast will be December 21st, just coming out of the season of Hanukkah and coming into Christmas in a few days, and of course, the year 2021. I've been going through my mind in this song, an old song we used to sing called, Look at What the Lord Has Done, and I'll, I'll read some of those lyrics in a moment. But I was reflecting on Psalms chapter 66, verse 5. Come and see the works of God. He is awesome in His doing toward the sons of men. You know, Hanukkah 2020 started on December the 10th at sundown and went through December the 18th. And I won't get into all the miracles and the stories of what Hanukkah represents or the Feast of Lights, but it's a great celebration of the miracles of God where there was only enough oil for the lamp of the Lord for one day, and it lasted for eight days. It's an incredible story for us to cherish and to learn from of God's miraculous intervention, protection, and provision for His people. And for us as Christians as well, there's a lot we can learn from the Hanukkah story and the Feast of of Lights and what it means to us even during the Christmas season. So as we reflect on Psalm 66, 5 and so many other scriptures, Let's take a moment and see the works of God that He is awesome in His doing toward the sons of men. So during Hanukkah, we remember that God's faithfulness to and for His people, He granted them miraculous victories, overcame the superpower of the day that tried to hinder, even eradicate the worship of God in Israel. And yet God's gracious and miraculous intervention for His people is celebrated all these generations later. So Hanukkah and Christmas is a time to remember God's faithfulness to His people. A dear friend of mine whose grandfather was an Orthodox rabbi taught me a word or a saying that comes with Hanukkah, which I believe really is applicable to all of us. Before I try to pronounce this phrase that I believe is applicable to all of us, I apologize to my Jewish friends or my Hebrew friends. I probably won't say it properly, but bear with me. Nes Gadol Hayasham meaning a great miracle happened there. So my friend whose grandfather was an Orthodox rabbi says that is a correlation to the Hanukkah celebration. That's a reminder of the great miracle that happened there, that happened in that moment where they only had enough oil for one day and God stretched it and provided the oil for eight days. And I think of all the different scriptures talking about the oil and even to the Christian, the oil of the Holy Spirit, We see in Scripture, in the Torah, in the Old Testament to the Christian, the importance of never letting the lamp go out. The lamp to the Christian is the lamp or the light of the Holy Spirit. How do you illuminate the light of God in the presence of God if we are negligent with our stewardship? You see, it was a command of God that the the lampstand should always be brightly lit over the Ark of the Covenant or depicting the presence of God. The Ark of the Covenant meaning the presence of God. And the lampstand or the lamp should always be full of oil, 
for the brightest illumination over the presence of God. And even when you look at 1 Samuel chapter 1 with Hophni and Phinehas and going into chapter 3, the lamp of the Lord went out. Why? Because they were negligent in keeping oil filled in the lamp so that when the lamp went out, the light went out and Ichabod came, the glory of God had departed. You see, I think that the correlation to all of us as Christians is also to steward the relationships that God has given us. In fact, we can look at the scripture in John chapter 8, verse 12, where it says, Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. And then it says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 through 7, This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 and 16 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. And then Jesus says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. In other words, as Christians especially, we need to be filled with the oil of the Holy Spirit so that the light of Christ can shine in us and through us to a world that desperately needs answers. When we even think about the birth of Jesus as Christians and the ultimate sacrifice on the high cost of of love displayed on Calvary, we consider the joy to the world, the light of the world. And yet the Lord is saying to us, as he is the light of the world, that we too have a stewardship to let his light shine in such a way that it brings glory to the Father and that others might find their salvation, healing, liberation, deliverance, and freedom the way we have. In fact, the scripture is a clear reminder to us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Bear with me as I read a few verses out of Luke chapter 2 on the Christmas story. It helps us get back to perspective that we have a hope beyond our circumstances. Luke chapter 2 verse 3 says that everyone went to their own city to be registered. In verse 4 it says, Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, and was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were there in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, on earth peace and goodwill toward men. So it was, 
when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at all those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her own heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told to them. Yes, glory to God in the highest. 